Nothing like getting dressed up for a good reason, right? Kelly and I got our, well, I got my tux on, you got your dress on, and we went to the convention center. Sounds so 2019, doesn't it? Oh, man, it was that annual gala that we love to be a part of, uh, the Rammies Restaurant Awards, uh, for all the great dining options here in D.C. And, yes, uh, we did it a lot different, as, as a lot of people are doing these days. But, yes, I wore undergarments, mascara, and high heels, something I've not done in a long time. All three of those things. I wore one of those three. So there you go. <laughs> I hope it was undergarments, Tommy. Well, you know what? I'm going to let you decide that for yourself. I'm going to keep the mystery alive in our relationship, Kelly. We were in the winner's circle, though. So the Restaurant Association, Metro Washington, which, of course, has also been, like, leading the charge, helping the restaurants recover and get through this, like, dumpster fire of a year we've been having, especially for the hospitality industry. They did get together to move forward and to celebrate the restaurant's um, and their accomplishments and the restaurateurs and staff and everybody who who was there and who was all part of um, the incredible restaurant community that we have. And so they go through and they, they award all these awards to these great places. Like Best New Restaurant was won by Kane, which is on H Street. That's an awesome spot right on the H Street corridor. Um, has like a Trinidadian flavor to it. They won. Um, and then there was the uh, Upscale Casual Restaurant of the Year, which is such an interesting... Um, take on where we are sort of in the world, right? Because Poca Madre, which was in the Penn Quarter neighborhood with Taco Bamba, actually closed a couple of weeks ago. And so Victor Albisu, the chef, got to give this acceptance speech, having known that the restaurant closed, but still appreciating the recognition from the restaurant community. I know. that's It was a very bittersweet night because we love celebrating in our restaurants. But yes, to have a winner that had the restaurant closed. The good news, though, about Victor is... Uh, the best is yet to come for him oh, because totally. this is, that, that was not his swan song by any means. No. I'm sure he'll figure out another amazing dining experience. And Chef Victor is not a shrinking violet either. So. <laughs> no, he is not. Plus Taco Bamba, um, their Virginia locations, many of them are still open, which is awesome. And their tacos, the gringo taco, I just, I mean, it's, <laughs> it'll, it'll make you believe in all kinds of things. It's incredible. Also, uh, this is really cool. The casual restaurant of the year went to Chico, which is a spot that was started by Chef Scott Druneau and Chef Danny Lee. Chef Danny Lee and his family have the Mandu restaurants. And then Chef Scott Druneau for years was the chef at Wolfgang Puck's The Source. They got together. They started this company called the Fried Rice Collective. And Chico, Chinese and Korean, this awesome mashup of flavors, uh, started in this very tiny spot. It used to be the hot dog airplane place. I forget what it was called, but it was on 8th Street in Southeast. And it's got like 12 seats, and they've just been running this incredible, incredible place out of there. And then they open up on, in DuPont Circle. So Chico has been rocking. And then speaking of the Fried Rice Collective, their other restaurant, Anju, which is where the original Mandu was, their chef, Angel Barreto, won for Rising Culinary Star of the Year. And like like any award show, like we were talking about the Emmys earlier, it gives you all these things that you want to go watch on TV. The Rammy Awards give you kind of like, okay, I need to like up my takeout or my dining mm -hmm. because some of these restaurants, especially now, have like amazing takeout options yeah. for you know you to enjoy. You don't necessarily have to wait to get the reservation. If you're doing Chico, oranges, chicken, avocado salad. <laughs> it's a half an avocado, avocado salad, and the brisket. The brisket has like an egg, ricey, spicy situation. I don't even know how to describe it, but like, <laughs> it's 
absolutely incredible. I haven't had breakfast yet, so like all this food talk is getting me even more hungry. Yes. <laughs> but so Kelly and I were in the National Harbor Winter Circle, and then we got to talk to Chef Scott, Chef Danny, and Chef Angel as they walked out with their awards. I think it's about the team. You know, it's really, uh, you know, I think if you surround yourself with really amazing people then amazing things have happened and a lot of times in times of adversity you know those people that are are great really rise up and i think that's been the case with chaiko and anju just great people that are in place ego is not part of the equation um which is why we're able to create such a great team um because it's without our team um we wouldn't have what we have and um we're really appreciative especially of angel you know with what he's taking out. He helped us open up Chico DuPont. Um, and then was there a bit longer than he thought because Andrew got a little bit delayed. Uh, but never never said anything and, and just kept his head down, helped us get Chico open, and then, you know, moved to Andrew. And obviously, it's very apparent what he did there. How are you feeling being like this this newly crowned rock star in the DC restaurant scene? It's a bit bizarre with the circumstances that we live in, uh, but I'm super appreciative to the Rammies and my fellow nominees. And I have the ability to work with two people I really have a great respect for, Scott and Dean. Who are those? These two guys next to me, you know. Hey! <laughs> so it's an easy transition, but I owe a lot of thanks to these two guys for putting a lot of faith in me and giving me the opportunity to grow as a chef. So without these guys, I wouldn't be here. And I'm super appreciative of it. Yeah, that was great to see them celebrating. They had their little flasks that they were keeping in in their jackets because, of course, we weren't doing what we normally do at the Rammies, which would be eating and drinking our faces off, frankly. Yes. Um, so we were getting a way more perky and happy Tommy and Kelly this morning because the Rammies were virtual yesterday. <laughs> yeah, usually we will actually take the day off because it is quite the night of celebration. So they get their awards and then everyone kind of goes off on their own. I just want to say, too, um, the Rising Star Award going to Chef Angel is so, it's so, so perfect because he is the freaking man and he is so good. At, like, he's like a ninja. He's just... His culinary style and the stuff that he makes, I, you saw a photo if you're watching the video stream of a tornado potato. He took the potato and he like curled it and then he fried it. Just like this like crispy, stringy awesomeness. And oh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, one of my favorites won last night too. You know mm. that I love the Salt Line, which mm -hmm. is right outside my favorite place on the planet, Nats Park. And they went for a favorite gathering place. Of course, in 2019, it was quite the spot that people went to. It was kind of like a place to go, even if you couldn't get inside uh, during the World Series run. Uh, it was, you know, right across the street from the park. Ryan Zimmerman is one of the owners. So it is quite the gathering place. And they've done an incredible job this year with the outdoor space. They have a ton of outdoor space. And they, I feel so safe when I go in there. I've been going there for weeks now, and I, I love it. And Isn't I it true that the Nats fans go there now, like when there's a game in the park yeah. and it's like as close as they can be? Yeah, and they obviously they have, you know, with Ryan Zimmerman being an owner, they have lots of TVs with Nats games on. So you don't have to fight for space to see, a t see uh, the Nats on. Also, their lobster roll. Holy cow. They do a pineapple gazpacho. I take a, like a play on uh, gazpacho with pineapple mm. in it that they introduced this summer. It is literally to die for pineapple gazpacho yes it is mm. so good with a little jalapeno in it 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 will make you cry it because it, it's so <laughs> delicious you're like what am i tasting right now it has We're so hungry <laughs> it has three shrimp that they bring in and puts it right in the middle i mean it's just ridiculous they're razor clams too i learned it, going to salt line is like a 
It's like a field trip. It's like an educational experience. <laughs> I didn't know what razor clams were. They're these little long clams that are delicious. Yeah. And they, they put um little puffed ricey things in it, and there's like lime and cilantro action and all kinds of goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. We Hold all of our meetings today, Kelly. We need to go out and eat. <laughs> I know, I know. And then also um, winning chef of the year was Chef David from Unconventional Diner. That's the diner that's built into the convention center, and uh, – their name is what they are. They take like diner food and make it all kinds of crazy. And um, they really do a great job. And the place is just vibey. There's like plants on the walls and neon and delicious food. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got to chat with a, um, a cover model, a magazine cover model. <laughs> so this was wild and awesome that uh, Chef Paulo, uh, Paula Velez won the Pastry Chef of the Year Award. And um, she has been um, one of the founders of Bakers Against Racism, and she works at Kith and Kin on the Wharf, and now she's over at Maidan and Compass Rose. It was really cool getting a chance to to catch up with her too, after she won her big award. Um, I was actually visiting my parents. We were in a stained glass museum, um, and my parents really like taught me how to appreciate all forms of art, especially culinary art. And I got I get this like text, and then another text, and one more text, and then my phone notifications won't stop. They're like, "You're on the cover of Washingtonian," and I'm like, "What is happening?" You know, I'm you know floored, overwhelmed with emotion that DC can love me back the way that I love DC. Why don't you talk about how you gave back to the community back in June? Yeah. And a little bit of that. Yeah, so Bakers Against Racism um, was formed with Chef Willa and Chef Rob of Oyster Oyster, who is still in D.C. here. And um, we just wanted to make sure that we were doing everything as an industry, as a community, to give back to the black community, black communities that represent me, that represent everything that we uh, hold dear in the service industry. We wanted to weaponize our food for good. Usually we celebrate with cake, but this time we were baking to fight for social justice. And your new job, like, are you like fully in it? Like, yeah, tell oh us gosh. about that. Yeah, so at my den and Compass Rose, you know, uh, Kith and Kin was like almost like a journey of self uh, discovery, right? Being Afro Latina, it, it's confusing because, you know, we are Latinx in heritage, but I'm also black in race, you know? And it was one of those things where I, I explored the African diaspora, you know? I just wanted to cook everything, learn everything, taste everything, even if I couldn't travel to those destinations. And now I get to do that with the Silk Road and kind of finding the, the intersectionalities between what it means to have spices in our countries. That's beautiful. The world is so, like, the world is everything that we've ever wanted it to be. We just have to look and notice it. I mean... Yeah, this is not the last you've heard from this young lady. No. She is a amazing young woman, so creative, so talented, so just full of energy, too. I mean, I just... I, I just want to be like best friends with her. I don't think she feels the same way about me, but like she's just she's got a lot to say, and I and she's such an active voice here in D.C. Um, with such an interesting perspective on not just food, uh, which is that's what's so amazing about the culinary industry, and we're reminded every year, especially when we attend the Rammies, like going out to eat and dining and the people behind it are truly from the manager that are like are dealing with sort of the front of house to the back end. 
of the sous chefs and the chefs that inspire these dishes. They're they're an amazing group of people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we were so the, lucky to be part of it. The dynamic community and the diversity was on display in such an awesome way last night at the Ramy Awards. Uh, by the way, you can taste uh, Chef Paula's amazing desserts at Maidan and Compass Rose if you're putting things places on your list of where to go eat. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like, is only, I mean, you just have to get all the desserts there for research. <laughs> Well, if she didn't sell it just now in that interview of like the flavors that you're going to experience, I mean, this you're not just going to get a brownie with ice cream on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But if she made a brownie with ice cream on it, I better be the best damn brownie with ice cream on you've ever had For in your sure. life. <laughs> Restaurants across the region are going above and beyond to ensure you have a safe and enjoyable dining experience. Whether it's indoor, outdoor, curbside pickup, or delivery. We care deeply about your experience here or in your homes. While dining may look and feel different today, food still brings us all together. We are here for you. Thank you for trusting us and standing by us.